Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, this is Judy, and you're listening to the Peaceful Moment Podcast. We all need good friends. Our friends keep us in line. Sometimes our friends are our backbone. Sometimes our friends are our parents. But sometimes we can have some toxic ass people in our life who just just make everything just so much more harder. So today with a little self-reflection from my good friend Judy, we're gonna learn what is and what is not a toxic friend. And hopefully you guys can learn something. Let's see if you a toxic friend. Because if you don't have a toxic friend, most likely you're a toxic friend. So you sit back, you relax, and be peaceful. Good afternoon, Judy. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well in yourself. I'm good. It's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw you, we were at Dairy Queen eating ice cream. Why I do think- you remember this? I haven't been at Dairy Queen in... Two years. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> what I Dairy remember. Queen? Why were we there? <laughs> But I couldn't eat ice cream because I was on a diet. <laughs> That's why I can't eat the cookies today, huh? <laughs> I can't eat the cookies because I have my Invisalign. In. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if I eat chocolate, the chocolate gets stuck in my teeth. Okay, I got you. I was going to say it's a long-ass diet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'll be the skinniest bitch alive. At that point, it's not even a diet no more. It's a lifestyle change. Right. So, today... Oh, before we get started, go ahead and uh, plug yourself, Judy. Let the people know where they can find you. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter talking shit at Juice Corny. Mm-hmm. It's a play on my first and last name. Let it sink in. <laughs> okay, Judy. But that's it. Any projects coming up in the future? Parties. Projects. Oh, <laughs> projects. Um, kind of just waiting on hearing back from a job. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's hard out here. I got you. And so today, my good friend Judy wanted to talk about... Toxic friendships. Toxic friendships. Mm. So, like every episode, I always ask my guests to define their topic. How would you define a toxic friendship? Ooh, that's a very broad definition. Because toxicity comes in a lot of different forms. Right. I mean, it could be like your parents, your friends... Um, I would say someone who does something behind your back that they wouldn't do to you in person if you were in the room Mm -hmm. or throwing stuff in your face, Mm -hmm. especially like joking about your traumatic events Mm. type of stuff. That's not cool. Let me see if I can use my knowledge of words to give a formal definition to the word toxic friendships. Okay. I feel like... Maybe we can do Oh, <laughs> I can say, like, a toxic friendship is any friendship that makes you question or distort your sense of 
your morals right identity right it makes you question reality sometimes you know mm-hmm. like you're not being yourself you have to change yourself mm-hmm. for this person like oh wow i need to watch what i say around this person or yeah. watch what i do so i think that'd be a good definition yeah um a toxic friendship is a friendship that makes you question distort or makes you change your own reality mm-hmm. that's a good definition i agree that's oh, good, that's good. I, you, that's you just came up with that <laughs> i know webster where's my fucking job application y'all better sign this guy right here i know where's my uh, contract with uh webster no dictionary phone. no fun period what so how would you know if you're in a toxic friendship that's the thing it's sometimes you don't know until it's too late. You, you don't know till either it's too late in the friendship mm-hmm. or sometimes months years after the friendship and it's you don't you don't even realize until you have to explain to somebody else and you, or you say it out loud and then you're like wait this doesn't sound right mm-hmm. which is kind of the same with sexual assault this is just on a tangent a lot of people how they don't realize they were sexually assaulted until like mm-hmm. years after it's kind of like that same timeline you don't realize till after mm-hmm. that's just some though some you do realize you're in and a lot of people will hold on to it because of either a service that mm-hmm. they provide or the length of the friendship they know it's toxic but you know you've been friends for so long that they don't they don't cut it and the crazy thing about like toxic friendships is um toxic friendships are they're more impactful i agree they hold more weight in your life than your actual like sometimes even your like um your romantic relationships you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You, your friends have more influence over you than your parents sometimes. Your friends have more influence over you than your partner sometimes. Yeah. Because even though you don't see them as that close to you, they're they're your peers. Right. There's nobody that has more like they're direct at your same access. level. Exactly. They're not your parents who are like telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. You see them as your equals, so you're probably gonna listen to them more and mm-hmm. change more for your equal. And everything that you do with your friends is is like, <clears throat> because sometimes, um, especially with me, like my friendships, I hold my friends so high of a status in my life that like breaking, it's harder for me to cut off a friend yeah. than to cut off a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because relationships come a dime a dozen. You can just, you can just get a, <laughs> Next. a new boyfriend, <laughs> new girlfriend, like that quick. But a true friend, it's hard to find that. And I feel like I said, somebody said this on a previous podcast. They were like, we're just so horny friends nowadays that like, <laughs> we, we're just so we're too afraid to let go of somebody. Yeah. I hold my friends very highly mm-hmm. in my life. So I get really hurt, you know, if they're if I'm in a toxic friendship, because what what people don't understand is friends can break your heart, too. As mm-hmm. corny as it sounds but very true does it it could be the same sex it could be a different sex but friends definitely can break your heart most definitely because that's somebody like you said you hold them highly that's somebody who's close to your heart 
you made room in your heart for. Like you mm-hmm. cleared out a, a specific space in your heart for this person. You hold that person close to you, and you like you tell yourself like, this is somebody who I choose to bring in my life. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you chose them to be in your life hurts even more. You know, it's just, it's pretty fucking tough. So how would you know? Mm, let me say, put it like this. How would Let's make a little self-assessment quiz real quick. Okay. <laughs> what questions should we ask ourselves to see if we are the toxic friend? Oh, if we're the toxic friend. Mm-hmm. If you don't know a lot about your friend, you know? Mm-hmm. They know everything about you, but you don't really know too much about them. That could mean like you're either talking too much or they're withholding stuff from you mm-hmm. because they're not comfortable to tell you mm-hmm. so that's a pretty big indicator mm-hmm. i would say i would say is there equity in your friendship mm-hmm. not equality because we don't do that equal shit <laughs> it's about equity it's like i give you take i take you give like it's back right. and forth so it's not just like we have both equal because sometimes for me as a friend my friends have, like I like to talk to my friends on the phone mm-hmm. a lot, like almost mm-hmm. every day. And sometimes I feel bad, like damn, my friends like. But some people don't like that, you know. Some people don't like talking on the phone, so you need to ask yourself: Am I giving my friends enough so they feel my love? You know. Yeah. And the same thing, like, are they giving me enough so that I can feel their love? Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that plays into love languages, though, because everyone has a different love language. Different love languages. Yeah. What's yours? Have you ever done a quiz? I do know my uh, love language. Um, It's words of affirmation and quality time. (laughs) I have the most simple, right? Very basic. I don't need no gifts. I mean, a gift is nice. I'm not gonna reject a gift. But you know, it's that the words of affirmation. So people who don't like to remind you how much you mean to them is not for me mm-hmm. it's not for me it's not for me so yeah and it's like it's the easiest one the, it's I have the, the easiest i have the easiest pair quality time <laughs> words affirmation right so it's either you can say to me like hey i appreciate you i appreciate you you're great i, I love, love you, you. yeah <laughs> <laughs> or you can just like just spend time with me and that could be like we could sit on facetime we don't have to talk to each other we could be on facetime <laughs> But the fact that I know, like, you're taking time out of your day to spend time with me, that means mm-hmm. the world to me, you know? Oh, you know what? My, I think my first one was, my first one was acts of service. That's, like, my mm. number one. My Clean second one. Clean the house one, for me? Huh? Clean the house for me. Yeah. <laughs> Pop my gas. Get me gas. Mm-hmm. Like, help me in life. Like, just t- take something off my plate. I feel like it plays into, ooh, I thought that was lightning. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um... I feel like it plays into how you were raised as well, like what your parents did for you. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look for that in friends, and that's how I show my love to my friends. Acts of service. I bought cookies for my friends yesterday. Girl oh. Scout cookies. <laughs> Very true. And we all have different, um, different love languages. But when you use, when you try to, how can I say this without sounding like, a bad person when you use your love language or your 
when you use when you push like let's say you don't know my love language mm-hmm. and you're not giving me the love that I want the right way right if I weaponize that against you I'm becoming a toxic friend you know what I'm saying exactly because now you have to question your reality like damn am I doing anything wrong wait so and are I, you okay so say we're in a relationship or we're friends we can mm-hmm. be friends um I'm supposed to like match your your love language and you're supposed to match mine is that what you're saying like if yours is twa- if yours is quality time, mm-hmm. I give you quality time, and then mine is uh, acts of service. So exactly. you you pump my gas. So like, let's say, exactly. If it's that way, just like that. But if I'm if you don't give me the one I want, if you're not giving me quality time, mm-hmm. you're not gonna feel loved. I'm not gonna feel loved in the friendship. <laughs> and because like I don't understand really what's bothering me, mm-hmm. I just feel like you're the bad friend. But it's not your fault. You just don't know that that's how I need to be loved. But, right. So, what's worse is if I do know, mm-hmm. and this is toxic also, and you, you keep telling me, hey, quality time is, you know, how, is what I need. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm just, you know, putting it back on you. Oh, you're, you're needy. You're, you're this, you're that. Why would I insult how you perceive and feel love? Mm-hmm. And then I make you feel bad for it, you know? Exactly. That's, That's not what I cool. mean by um, making you question your own reality. Right. You're a bad person. You're needy. Mm-hmm. Am I needy? Exactly. Am I a bad person? Is it me, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's where it stems from. And then once, you're, once that little root, that question pops up in a relationship, once that little, that question, is it me? Am I the fill the blank here? Because you, know you know what you ask yourself when you're in that relationship, that toxic person relationship. Is it me? Am I the problem? Yeah. Once that's there, that relationship is tarnished forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can, you guys can work it out, and you can hash it out, and you can just, like, polish it up. But no matter what, that same blemish is always going to be on that friendship. And so once that's there, you have to work so much harder just to be in that person's space again. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty fucking tough. It's pretty tough. And so let me give experience on how I've been a toxic friend. Okay. You ready? Oh, you ready? Spill the tea. <laughs> so, my toxic trait is that I love to help people. Mm-hmm. And I love to give, you know? I love, I love acts of service. That's not my love language. That's not how I receive love. But I show love in that way, you know? I always, I'm always doing something for people. But what I realized was that I wasn't doing that because that's how I show love. I felt like if I didn't give people the extra part of Jordan, that they wouldn't love me the same. Mm-hmm. And I also felt like if I'm giving extra, you need to give extra too. And so for a long time, I would do that. And then I would feel like, why is this person giving me exactly what I'm giving back to them? Is that how friendships <laughs> should go? I'm giving you extra. Why aren't you giving me extra? Oh, you're saying why aren't they? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you giving me extra when I'm giving you extra? Right. And so I'm, I was just overcompensating. So you're just trying to make it like a tick for tack type of thing. Exactly. Oh I was God. overcompensating to cover up my insecurities. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, like, I'm a very insecure person. And I, don't, I feel like if I feel like you don't love me enough. Instead of me saying that, I would do extra things for you. So you can, like, you have no choice but to stay. Mm-hmm. So instead of, like... 
I would weaponize my kindness against you. Right. So, Ooh. oh, I. So it's like a reverse psychology. I know, right? <laughs> and this is like the like psychotic shit like I was doing, but I didn't know what I was doing. Right. So let's say I'm really nice to you, right? You're going to be like, oh, I have to stay friends with Jordan because even though he's mean to me sometimes, I have to stay friends with him because he's a really nice person. Mm-hmm. So I will feel bad about leaving him. That's how I was toxic. Wow. But it's a pretty fucking good way to be toxic. I wasn't fucking right. like abusing nobody. Right. It's so subjective. There's so many different ways, you know. Maybe even being too nice is toxic. <laughs> it is. You have to do everything for the right reason. Right. Because I was being nice for the wrong reasons. True. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. What's your experience being a toxic friend? What's your toxic trait? My toxic trait, let's see, I would say thinking about past friendships that failed. Just that dead silence you're talking about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is coming right the fuck out. I'm going to clean the fuck out. (laughs) All of it. You're going to be like, oh, wow. I would just go along with everything and not say how I really felt mm. so I would hold everything in and at the last minute and at the last minute you know how that goes explode explodes and you know the other person's like whoa wait like where is this coming from you know and I feel like there's so many situations that could have ended better if I were to present myself the right way and say things the right way because it's not really what you say it's how you say it mm-hmm. you know so if I would have just you know been more gentle more empathetic instead of coming off so violent Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. all that built up for so long but i always try to change like i've been home the entire pandemic especially since i got laid off the whole damn pastrami (laughs) the whole um i forgot what they call it oh my god (laughs) You dropping a ball. The whole goddamn Pop-Tart? Wait, I say this shit all the time, and I for- I'm forgetting all of them. Panorama? Fuck! I just thought of it, and you just said it! <laughs> I hate you. The whole fucking Panorama, you been home? I've been home the whole Panorama, yeah. Because at the beginning of it, my job laid off everybody. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You worked at AT&T? No. Well, first of all, you're thinking of Comcast. Oh. But then after Comcast, I worked for Carnival. And they they, mm. they cut everybody. They did. Yeah. So I had a lot of time. Months. Months to think alone with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it was such a roller coaster. There was a lot of good moments. A lot of lows. Mm-hmm. But As there should be. Although it was hard, I wouldn't be this person and have this mindset Mm -hmm. if i didn't go through all of that Mm -hmm. so it was tough but you know there's no change without consequence so i'm glad to be here i know that's (laughs) right we ain't die yet (laughs) so i had time to analyze a lot of past friendships and everything because that's been such a big theme that's why i wanted to talk about this This, that's been Mm -hmm. a theme in my life Mm-hmm. Wow. It's been on my heart, my mind, my soul, everything, all that. <laughs> all 2020 because 
not even one specific person it was like everybody like i questioned everything people were coming in and out of my life Mm -hmm. and i'm just thinking what does this mean you know i had really close friends just leave Mm -hmm. you know not putting blame on anyone but it just it just made me reevaluate a lot Mm -hmm. and i've reconnected with a lot of people it's so crazy it's like some people leave your life and then suddenly so many come in it Mm -hmm. like opens the door for so many people um after i graduated high school you know i I did the whole army thing then i came back oh yeah i forgot about that i hope so oh we don't talk about that okay that's something that we just uh, you just delete that from your fucking memory bank <laughs> but when i first came back home like i didn't have any friends i, I still knew everybody everybody was some mm. of my snap everybody still watching my snaps all fucking a hundred and some of my people was still watching my snap every single day but you didn't hang with nobody but i didn't hang with nobody right you know what i'm saying so it was and like i started to i started to like question myself like why do they keep leaving why do they keep leaving? I don't want them to leave no more. He's supposed to be my friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, I started, like, to question myself. And then that's when I started doing, like, the overcompensating. That's when I started, like... I'll be know, too nice so they can't exactly. leave. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe if you want to. <laughs> you sound like it. <laughs> Thank you. Hey there, Georgie. Oh, you talking about um, Pennywise? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was trying to sound like Venom. Oh. <laughs> we are. Let me, let me not stop fucking around. How do you think we should address toxic friendships? How to address it? Mm-hmm. Set boundaries. Set boundaries, guys. Mm-hmm. No, that's how we avoid it. So we're going we're gonna, to. That's later. Oh, how, oh okay. That's, okay. That's later. Oh, that's so later. <laughs> how do we address it? Address it. Let's say you're being toxic to me. Mm-hmm. How would I address come me? to you exactly? Um, Stand your ground for sure. Period. Don't even like obviously even if it's been toxic, you've probably been stepping on eggshells for a while. So I would say stand your ground. Um, have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to do it in text in person, I don't know. I guess in person is always better, but sometimes it's just too hard for people, mm-hmm. and they're just more collective. If they send a text. But I would just say write down your points and then do it in person. But anyway. That's actually really good. I like that you said write it down. Because yeah. one thing you don't want to do is to leave something out. Mm-hmm. Because one thing about me, if I'm talking to you about something, you better make sure every motherfucking thing <laughs> that you have to say to me is said right now. Because if, right. after this, don't bring it back up. Mm-hmm. This shit is dead after today. Don't bring that shit back up. You want to squash it all in that one convo. Exactly. Which is so hard for me because I have so many thoughts by the time I get in front of the person. It's like, damn, I don't forgot everything I was going to say. Mm-hmm. So I write everything down. Like, if you see my notes, paragraphs, novels. Let's normalize uh, that. Yeah. Write it down. <laughs> Let's normalize that. Write it down. Let's make a list. This is where everywhere that you fucked up at. And mm-hmm. because I love you and I still want you in my life. Exactly. I'm willing to work with you. And you know what? People see that as a threat. You, mm-hmm. bring, you bring something up to them and instead of changing or having a conversation they turn it back on you that's toxic as fuck oh you're too sensitive you're mm. you're too this you're, you're talking so- about gaslighting right oh that's a whole different podcast don't even <laughs> that's a whole different podcast 
But yes, gaslighting. We should have mentioned that in the definition. Yeah, that's what gaslighting is. That's the definition of gaslighting. Mm -hmm. When you make somebody question their reality. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Gaslighting. That's the most... That's the most... Mind fuck. It, thinks you, it makes you think you're going the crazy. Most terrible form of abuse. But making somebody question their reality... But gaslighting is fucking terrible, though. Gaslighting is fucking terrible. Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. How will we confront a person? Oh, yeah. Let me talk about my experience when I'm confronting, like, uh, a person. So I have a really good friend. We've been friends for a, lot, for a while. And when it came down to talk, well, this is before I became who I am today. Um, before, if I had a problem with you, if you were talking to me, you didn't get a second chance. You're blocked. Mm-hmm. You're clean blocked. Like, when I put on, post on Snap, like, I'm blocking you. Like, that wasn't a joke. That, like, those oh. blocking snaps were real. Like, I was actually going after people, blocking them. Like, you're done. What did they do? We can't talk about them podcasts. Okay. We can't. I can't be exposing people like that. No problem. At, like, I was actually blocking people. Like, because I, I used to have this mindset. I would say, if you leave out of my life, you can always come back. If you get mad at me and I do something wrong, you can always come back. <laughs> you can always come back. But if I leave you, you can't come back. Because I, if I leave you, that means you did something so yes, in, oh my god, that me. you can't come back. But that's toxic as hell. Is that it? mindset is toxic. Yes, it's toxic as fuck. And the reason why is because you, I'm thinking that my viewpoint is correct at all times. Right. <laughs> right. I'm thinking I'm putting my, I'm pu- putting myself higher than everybody else. That I'm like this. Like you're a I god. I can do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm the in, like the sentient being of the universe. Like I'm that person mm-hmm. that makes this final decision. Mm-hmm. But I was refusing to take anybody's point of view. Right. So like I was making my verdict. You're blocked. <laughs> done you're done see you later and i didn't know that was toxic so when it came down to have that conversation with said people it was hard for me because i've never had that conversation before Mm -hmm. but basically i was like you disrespected me and i don't do that it was a very easy conversation i was like what you did to me you showed me when you i don't do disrespect I yeah. feel like if you disrespect me, it's not just disrespect. It's not you just saying something. It's principle. You're disrespecting who I am. Mm-hmm. You're saying, fuck you, fuck your time, fuck your energy. Fuck. So I'm saying, when you did this, this small thing that you said was insignificant, this is every way that that hurt me. Even mm-hmm. though that you were probably just fucking around and you didn't care, you hurt me in more ways than you could imagine. Right. You thought you were just like fucking over... I don't want to get specific. I don't want to get specific. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to say nobody. Hey, you know, probably make somebody be like, "Oh, is this about me?" No, Kyle, bitch. It is this about, is about you. you. No, this <laughs> is about you, bitch. It is about you. But once I got to that that conversation, I was like, "Oh, it's okay to talk to people about what things that bother me." Mm-hmm. And then that also taught me it's okay for me to be angry at somebody. Yeah, I can be angry at you and still love you. Yeah, and then before. Like, 2019, I didn't know that that was okay. I don't block people. Like, it really... I don't even cut people off, honestly. It takes so much. Mm -hmm. I'm so forgiving. I'm too nice. Like, you can walk all over me, wipe your feet at the door. Not anymore, but in Hmm. the past. (laughs) We changed, remember? But in the past... 
you could do whatever you want and I wouldn't block you. I wouldn't mm-hmm. cut you off. That was me. And that was such a disservice to myself. Mm-hmm. Once I start standing up for myself, first of all, I didn't know how to do it at first. So I feel like I just came off too aggressive. Mm-hmm. But now I know just the other day I had to, you guessed it, cut somebody up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to cut off a friend. No one knows him. It was an old coworker, but it's so crazy because I constructed this paragraph ever so beautifully. Mm. I remember how I told you sometimes I forget and I leave stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like I slept on it. And over the course of days, if I thought of something, I would like add it to the paragraph in the appropriate spot. And I sent it. So if you if you let one person slide, you can't. It, it becomes a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're back to square one. It's like addiction. Like yeah, you, you can't, you can't. If you're an alcoholic, you can't just be like mm-hmm. take a. You can't just take a little sip of yeah. a whiskey every now and then. Because no. sooner or later, you want to get the taste for more. And then you're back to being an alcoholic. You're back in the to same regard. Who like you were. If you let one person step on you, you you don't make excuses for everybody else. Like exactly. Oh, it's okay. They really didn't mean it this time. Like no. Mm-mm. At this point, it's. You respect me or you can get, get out. <laughs> get the fuck ASAP. Exactly. So <clears throat> how would so how would we avoid what are some let let's let's just say call it what it is. How do we what boundaries should we build to avoid toxic friendships? What boundaries? Mm-hmm. Um it depends on the person. It it just depends on the whole situate or the relationship with this Mm -hmm. person because are you in a relationship yourself Mm. so number one is time basically time time is one because you're talking about a different relationship so that means like you have to set outside time for oh right right so number one time yeah the first boundary you need to focus on is time respect respect i'll say respect is number one and then time is number two (laughs) Respect but, is number one. What yeah. you can and cannot say. What you can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. Yes. What would be number three? I gotta write these down because I always forget. Because at the end of the podcast, I'm be like, "Oh, let's say our things," and then I'm be like, ah. <laughs> "Let me go to notes." Okay, so number one is respect. Number two is time. Mm-hmm. Number three. What can number three be? Um, I'm trying to think of like my friendships. Um, number three could be. Is it that simple? Or is it really yeah, that's <laughs> like respect what you can and cannot do or say. How much is time you spend with me? Honestly, because I think time is like is really big. Because me and my yeah. uh, me and my best friend, we used to spend a lot of time together. A lot of time together. A lot of time. Like, we would be together all the time. Was it a lot of time? It was <laughs> a lot of time. We would be so close. When we weren't together, it was like, fuck, not what I do. Mm-hmm. When we would be together, it would be like, damn, I'm really tired of seeing you. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I would get irritated because I'm like, fuck, I'm always with you. But I don't have nobody else to be around. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I think it's very important to, like, diversify yourself with your friends. Like, have a lot, a, a big mixture of things and people you can. It's not that easy nowadays. But mm-hmm. I just thought of a third one. Mm, what's the third one? 
apologize、mm. when you need to apologize. Very true. Because a lot of times, people put their pride before before the friendship, before、mm-hmm. before everything, before everyone, and people don't realize that an apology goes such a long way. A long way. Even if y'all never even speak again, I'm not saying you have to make up or anything. But an apology—that's how you're remembered. If you、mm-hmm. die, that is how you're remembered. And let me clarify this real quick. When you say, "I feel like not apologizing,、mm-hmm. but asking for forgiveness," it's a different thing. When you apologize, when you say, "I'm sorry," only thing you're doing is admitting fault. Like、True. I did this wrong.、True. I'm sorry. But when you ask for forgiveness, you say. Although I did X, Y, and Z,、mm-hmm. would you still be able to keep me in your life? And that means so much more to somebody than saying, "Well,、mm-hmm. I did do that." Well, it goes hand in hand. You can't just ask for forgiveness without admitting、mm-hmm. wrong. Exactly. And then also. Oh, so they're together.、Mm-hmm. So apologize and ask for forgiveness. And then. This is like children shit right now. Right. Let's go back to kindergarten. <laughs> common sense ain't so common. <laughs> shit. So. Oh, why birds fly? You should be asleep. That's the owls. What? Thank you. That's the owls. What? Are you serious? Yeah. You see that little look over there? Where? You see that little um the little gate? You see the little、oh, white、yeah? things? That's where the owls live.、Oh. They're burrowing owls. Ooh, I just touched the microphone. Yeah, it sounds like a slap. Um, what were we saying? Apology. Mhm. 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 I lost my train of thought. Is that it?、Oh. Respect, time, and apologizing, apologizing which、yes. is paired with asking forgiveness. for forgiveness.、Mm-hmm. I guess if you want forgiveness, you wouldn't be apologizing if you wouldn't want forgiveness. But even after that, you, I'm not saying you gotta be besties、mm-hmm. or even friends. You don't even have to speak again. But it's just something you should do to clear your conscience.、Mm-hmm. To give closure,、mm-hmm. to receive closure. Closure fucks up a lot of people's lives. Oh、like. yeah, I don't like that closure shit. <laughs> I don't feel like. <sighs> you don't believe in that? I feel like as people get over, Ooh, they don't、like、believe in it. You find closure in yourself. Exactly. I feel like that closure shit is just a reason for you to talk to your ex. Don't do that <laughs> shit.、It's, you don't need that person. Don't、anymore. talk to your ex. <laughs> yeah, cl- that's not what closure is. You just want to fuck one more time, and that's my closure. That's because you don't need that book to be closed. You can and, that and, and that's toxic because <laughs> you're using closure as an excuse. You know what? Count how many times we say toxic in this episode <laughs> and give me a dollar for every time. Take a shot every time you hear toxic. Well, we're at the end of the episode <laughs> now, so you really can't even. At the beginning, instead of playing the peaceful music, you should play "Toxic" by Britney Spears <laughs> and get sued. Right. <laughs> by her dad. Oh. Yeah. You know the conservatorship. How that、mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not gonna talk about that though. But、um, you know. Personally, in my life, I had this friend,、mm. and we haven't spoken in years.、Mm. And I always wondered, like, I had dreams about this person and stuff, because it was just always it left on it left off on such a high note. You know, it wasn't even like anything happened, at least to me. And. That that this is one of the things I was saying that so many new people or old people I guess I should say、mm-hmm. came back into my life so unexpectedly. But she reached out to me, 
and apologize. Wow. And like that meant so much to me. She she could have just said, you know, the apology and then that's it. But it started something. We're friends again. Mm. And it's just like things like that in life are just so beautiful to me and so easy, so simple, but some people just refuse to even apologize. And that because shit they're scared. is toxic. If when you apologize, you have to look in the mirror and say like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. They have to realize, they have to have that revelation and realize that they need to apologize or that they even did anything wrong. Because if, if someone doesn't realize they're even doing something wrong or they don't find that it's wrong. actualization Right. They're not going to apologize to nobody. They're not. Because they don't, they don't see their mm-hmm. issue is wrong. They they are asleep. <laughs> they to be honest. So they let's wrap sleep. up. You have any advice for anybody out there right now? Advice. Um, I would just say make those boundaries. Do not be afraid to confront anybody because mm-hmm. confrontation honestly just gains respect. And don't be afraid to apologize. It doesn't make you any less of a man, any less of a woman, any less of a human being. It just makes you all more respectable. It makes you more human. Mm-hmm. It makes you more human. And people empathize with that, mm-hmm. you know? Like so, like that? What? <laughs> like so, like that? Yeah. You have to repeat it. Like so, like that. I never like heard so, like that. that? Like, like so, like that? Like so, like that? <laughs> like so, like that. There we go. <laughs>